happy Friday. My name is Steffi and welcome to My Day with a Ghost. This is a series on my channel where I tell you a spooky story while you join me for lunch. And if you just wanted to listen to the audio, the audio will be uploaded to wherever you listen to podcasts. So today I decided to eat local again. Um, I got pierogi village. I got a, t a 10 pierogi sample plate. So two cheese, two sauerkraut, two potato and cheese, two spinach and feta, and two potato and onion. All right, so let's dig in. Um, I don't know what is what. Um, this one looks green, so I'm assuming that one's the spinach and feta. But I don't know what any of these other ones are, so let me have some sour cream. Oh, maybe, maybe not, okay. Mmm, oh my goodness. That one is like a sauerkraut one. Oh my goodness. That was so good. Oh my goodness. Growing up, I ate a lot of pierogies. I ate a lot of like Mrs. T's pierogies. So they're usually just like potato and cheese, potato and onion. I've never had a sauerkraut pierogi and oh my goodness, that was so good. Okay, so today I'm gonna tell you about Gold Camp Road. Uh, Gold Camp Road is a set of um, nine tunnels that were built in the 1800s during the gold rush. The tracks run about 30 plus miles from Cripple Creek to Colorado Springs from 1901 to 1920, and so this was called the Shoreline. Like I mentioned, it ran through about nine tunnels, um, and the railroad was active until 1929. Then seven of the tunnels were converted to um, just regular roadways for uh, cars. I don't know what it has been into. So the one that I said was potato was maybe cheese. Cause this is like feta. This is more, this is more like feta. This one I just been into is more like feta. But these are green. I don't know. What are my options? Potato and cheese, spinach and feta, potato and onion, cheese. No, those definitely have to be the, what is it? That tastes like feta. But that's green. Potato and cheese. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's definitely spinach. The green is spinach. This right here is maybe just cheese. This has to be just cheese. There's like no potato in it. This is cheese. I don't know what kind of cheese this is though. But these are just cheese. There's like green stuff in it though. But a little like like almost like like chives. Okay. Anyway, back to my story. So in 1988, tunnel number three uh, collapsed, which led to cars no longer being allowed to drive through it. Obviously, you can't. Um, but then they ended up putting like gates around it um, so no cars could attempt to go through. So the Pike Peak region, including Cripple Creek, is one of the most haunted places in the United States. 
So it's no surprise that the ghost adventures themselves have been to Cripple Creek. So you have the usual uh, disembodied screams, things moving on their own, doors opening and closing on their own, uh, strange laughter that's all blamed on um, like the displaced ghosts who haunt like the old town and the old mine. So every old place has a legend. Gold Camp Road has um, a handful. The big one uh, involves a bus crash. According to stories, there was a bus full of children returning to Colorado Springs from a field trip in Cripple Creek. As it was driving through Tunnel 3, that's when Tunnel 3 collapsed, killing everyone inside of the bus. Even though there are no records of a bus crash happening in Tunnel 3 or a bus being present while Tunnel 3 collapsed, there are still reports of um, you know, children's laughter happening in Tunnel 1 and 2 and then Tunnel 3, you can actually hear children screaming. Another popular story um, revolves around old railroad, railroad workers um, being present in the tunnel. You can hear them talking. You can even hear um, the sound of a train passing through. So even though the crash happened in Tunnel 3 and you can hear things in Tunnels 1 through 3, the paranormal experiences happen in Tunnel 2. There have been reports of a ghostly figure of a man pacing back and forth or leaning against a wall at the north end of Tunnel 2. People have also experienced scratching and touching when they drive through Tunnel 2. So people actually visit Tunnel 2 to test the ghosts, to test to see if it's actually haunted. Um, they will pull up, turn their lights off, turn their car off, put the car in neutral, and wait. Now at this point, the car will move on its own and this will leave dusty handprints on the back of the car. I don't know what's in this pierogi that I'm eating, but it's good. It's a potato one, I think. So one night, a group of friends drove up to Tunnel 2, followed the steps, and waited. As they were waiting, they noticed a figure pacing back and forth at the end of the tunnel. This figure then came up to the back of their car, peeked into the car while you know, holding the back of the car and then disappeared. The figure then reappeared at the end of the tunnel and went back to pacing back and forth. Noticed the car again and bolted towards the car. At this point, the group of friends turned the car on and got out of there. They made their way down the mountain uh, and to a well-lit gas station where they checked out the back of their car and noticed two dusty handprints from the man. Another group of friends went up there to what, just walk through the tunnels. Uh, so they parked when they got out to go grab their stuff out of the trunk. They noticed a handprint on the window. I also read a blog post from a medium slash clairvoyant uh, who went up there. I believe, like based off her photos, she went up there during the day um, and she wrote about talking to like an old man and talking to a little boy and talking to a little girl and she even like typed you know typed out the dialogue on her blog post um and said you know she had these conversations she didn't talk to the old man she talked to the kids and then when she left uh she attempted to put her car in neutral to see if anything would happen and she stated that you know no nothing pushed her car and there were no dusty handprints on her car I don't know if it makes a difference because she did it during the day and those two groups of friends that went and did it, did it during the night. 
I don't know if that makes a difference. Other people talk about black-robed Satan worshippers um, carrying torches and chanting through the tunnels in the 1970s and 1980s. If you do go up there, please be careful. The road is windy and there have been a lot of car accidents and a lot of fatalities due to people veering off the road. Local authorities say that there are about 11 wrecked vehicles that rest below the road that have just kind of been forgotten and abandoned. A recent story that I found was back in 2019, uh, two men were in a Jeep, the man driving the Jeep lost control, they went off the side, the Jeep rolled a couple times before reaching the bottom, um, but luckily they were wearing their seatbelts. So there were actually um, a few like recent crimes and deaths that have happened at Gold Camp Road. Mm. What is in this one? I think this is the potato and onion. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Oh my goodness. I like that. Wow. In 2017, there was a young boy who fell about 100 feet. In 2019, there was a 19-year-old man arrested um, after officers discovered an adult man and an adult woman in a car uh, with gunshot wounds. And in 2020, a 30-year-old man was arrested after um, the body of an adult woman was found off of the road. There was also a notorious death that happened that inspired festivities and a parade that actually happened to this day. Emma Crawford is a very popular name in the Pike Peaks region. Emma Crawford was born March 24th, 1863 in Royalston, Massachusetts. She was very musical at a young age with the help of her mother who was a pianist and a music teacher. Emma had been very ill since the age of seven um, with what could be assumed as tuberculosis. Her and her mother moved to Manitou Springs in 1889 in hopes that the mineral springs and the mountain air would help cure her illness. This actually wasn't a super far-fetched idea. A lot of people actually moved to Manitou Springs during this time for that exact same reason. She actually really loved nature. That was her second love after music. One day she climbed a red mountain and she tied her scarf to a pine tree and when she came back down she let everybody know that that's where she wanted to be buried when she died. Then sadly, Emma died December 4th, 1891. Emma's fiance unsuccessfully tried to get a deed to bury her on the mountain, however he did it anyway. So in 1912, Emma's grave actually had to be moved to the west side of the mountain and it was reported that it was placed in loose gravel. And on August 4th, 1929, two boys were found playing with a skull. How is that two stories in a row? The kids are just playing with bones. I don't get that. Like, who raised these children? After years of exposure, her casket actually slid down the mountain into Ruxton Canyon. And she now has a permanent grave in Crystal Valley Cemetery. I still think this cheese-filled pierogi is just feta cheese. It's so tangy. I, like, can't put my finger on what this is. So her casket sliding down Red Mountain inspired the Emma Crawford coffin races. In 1995, um, started this tradition where the Saturday before Halloween, people gather teams, uh, teams that have makeshift coffins will race them and awards are given to uh, the fastest, the most creative with their costumes and then the most creative with their coffins. Thank you so much for joining me for lunch. I hope you enjoyed my story. Um, it was quite interesting. 
I think it's interesting that a group, like, you know, a town of people are like, yeah, let's have these coffin races based off of someone's coffin sliding down the mountain. Like, I think that's, like, kind of weird and morbid, but, like, kind of fun. I don't know. It's, like, strange. As for the tunnels, I kind of want to go. Um, I think, like, those, like, stories of your car being pushed are really interesting because it's, like, is there science behind your car actually moving or what? Thank you so much for joining me for lunch. I hope you enjoyed my story and I will see you same time next week.